What's going on, hey, man? man? What's going on? Oh, I mean, good morning. It's 11 a.m. on a Sunday here. Hurricane Henry is approaching. <laughs> it's already reached Jersey, man. It's going to be raining all day today. Can you believe it, man? I, talk about short notice from these weathermen. I mean, we kind of knew it was going to be a rainy weekend, but not a tropical storm slash hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I went to the freaking Yankee game yesterday. Just, just me. Like I, and um, really, really fun game. They pulled out a good win. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's been fun now going back. It was really weird. I had a feel this this nostalgic feel going back onto the bus and back onto the trains because haven't really done that in a long time. Talk like, about two years. <laughs> two years, yeah. You know, how many times when when you were in, when you were at school really used like the New York Metro system? Maybe three or four times. Yeah, because you live in Connecticut. Like you had someone drive you yeah. back and forth. Like, what what were those times that like? Probably, I think field trips. I discover New York. I believe I did that once, and I forget the other time. I think to a concert. I can't even remember. Wasn't there like an event you went with Phil? With Phil, I believe so. Wasn't it like a um like a, a Fat Joe event? No, I took an Uber for that, actually. I took an Uber for that. Uh, so I think it was the Sirius XM tour that we that Andrew Brown set up for the station. How was that experience? It was okay. There were some people that didn't deserve to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I miss that. Yeah, miss that's right. That you didn't go. But, like, what did you even do there? We went there. We had a – it was a tour throughout the building. We had a meeting where there were people there, programming directors, just talking about Sirius XM, how to get involved with internships. And that was pretty much it. There really wasn't much more to it. It was kind of a short afternoon. I, I remember we had pizza. <laughs> yeah. They see so you tell me that that trip, even though you love, even though you love Andrew Brown, like, did it do much? It was. It's like one of those, it's like those college trips. Like I remember in sport management, dude, they would send a bunch of guest speakers to us, like people that worked in different, for different sports teams, people that worked in different, you know, sports agencies, they, they would come and they would be like, oh, this is my life story. Oh, this is why you got to do this. You know, you, you, you got to get up, you got to perfect your resume and you got to you know, nail the interview. You got to like, you know, network and all that stuff. They use those, they, they use those different buzzwords, resume, network, network's huge. Um, perseverance. Um, um, branch out in, in different locations, like all those different phrases and buzzwords, man. And I feel like you you're 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 offered that advice but when college ends it just doesn't like come it just doesn't like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like talk about a load of crap <laughs> yeah like you know what dude like a trip to sirius xm 
is an amazing is, is, is amazing. It all counts. It all works towards something. You get to meet people. Problem is those that, that the people that you meet forget you five minutes after. Yeah, that's why I'm doing big whoop. Yeah. What do you mean, like big whoop? You get to, to go meet people, but does it get you anywhere? That's the real question. Yeah, it's networking is interesting because like, like, yeah, you could like shake hands with somebody, but like, how far is that man or woman willing to take you to reach your goal? Like to actually help guide you? Yeah, no, it's a bunch of BS. Another, it's all you got to take everything at face value. Another buzzword I've, I've heard in my college life is mentor. Like, oh, you need a mentor. Like, well, am I looking for a job or am, I, or am I looking for a mentor? Like, there's like, I, I remember I had, a, I, I had a professor in sports and administration that said, oh, I have like, I have like three different mentors. Like, see, here's the thing. You can't tell a young student that they need to find a mentor. Mentors are found naturally and it could be anybody. You're a right. mentor, a mentor shouldn't just be somebody with a suit and tie that sits in a big boardroom. It's it could be it could be like somebody that, that it could be somebody from down the street. Like it's those it's like it's those like sort of bullshit like phrases <laughs> that that seep into into students' minds and it puts pressure on them, unwanted pressure. You don't need a mentor to become successful in life. Mentors are nice. And I think everybody at one point in their lives has a mentor of some kind, but they're not going to go out and say, oh, he, he's my mentor. She's my mentor. Nah, that's just somebody that you know that is giving you good advice. That's helping you. Um, and colleges promote this shit to you. And it's like, <laughs> they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't help deliver. Yeah. They don't. It's it's a bunch of hoopla if you want to ask me. You want to see the biggest hoopla in, in the biggest hoopla joke con job ever? What? What is it? Go to freaking sport. Go to freaking sports management association career night. <laughs> what oh, do they do there? God. You obviously have well, the experience. Well, basically, the, the, the career night was that took place in the um, in the um, uh, in the in the in, in the DAC ballroom the the d'angelo center ballroom you remember that oh yeah um <laughs> and the I, and the um and the, the sport management association would um set up like i think like 20 to 25 tables around the ballroom and they would tell you to come in suit and tie resumes in hand like they would tell you to print out at least like 10 and you'd go there and they would invite all these different representatives from, you know, let's say the Yankees or the giants or the NFL or the NBA, the Brooklyn nets. We, we never, we hardly ever got Knicks. No. Well, the thing is though, it's not Knicks. It's Madison square garden company because the people that, do sales at MSG. They're doing. I think they're doing both Knicks. They're doing both Knicks and Rangers. So we had a couple of MSG people there. Um, 
couple of uh, minor league teams, you know, um, I think we had someone from the, from the, uh, from the, from, from the Brooklyn Cyclones come in too. a couple of people from sports, from sports agencies. Um, and it's a, it's a pretty notable night. The problem is, is that it's just a big ruse. Oh, that's all it is. It's a bunch of scams. Un- unless you unless you, unless you really hit it off with somebody, you're basically just sitting there just listening to a guy say how he, you know, became who he is. It doesn't like doesn't really help you or benefit you because everyone's journey is different. Everyone's journey is different. And like I said, if these guys really want to help, like I get like they have their jobs, but it's like help push these kids. It's a new, it's a, it's a new generation of people college is a tough animal to 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 move on from when you graduate the amount of people getting jobs out of college man is small and you told me over the phone not even over the phone over text that these career services that you have at these colleges especially st john's they should it should be a rule that they have a a job interview lined up for you a job interview or like at least like some sort of like placement placement program a year after you're gone from school, man, because you're basically just saddled somebody with debt and you leave them with nothing. Yeah. Like, okay, it's up to you now, man. Thank you for the debt. Like, like I said, it's all a ruse. And I understand that most people would say, Oh, well, you got to work for it. Like you got to earn like, you got to work for everything. That's not what we're saying. What's here. crazy is that there's people that work for everything. And then there's people that just get handed things in life, which is crazy. Yeah. But those are two very deep extremes. Nobody ever, nobody gets what they want just by themselves. That's impossible. There's always some sort of helping hand, a favor done, a friend made a certain network made along the way. There always will be. Always, always, always. I got my job that I have now due to a due to a mutual friend. Like, uh, unless you're unless you're going to work in retail for life, because retail they're always hiring people. Yeah. But the big, but the big jobs, the ones in your field, you need to have assistance because. Because look at all the hard work that you're putting in right now. And that's just by you. Yeah. Like, like, and you, like, and you putting out your portfolio to all all these different companies and stuff, them responding to you is their helping hand. Nobody ever does it just by themselves. No. And of course, there's people that are just handed it, which is yeah. not good as well. No, it's not because they don't put in any work. They get some BS fiasco crap that goes on and they just get handed it. Wish, wish I lived a life like that. But no, I, I've grinded out since day one with what I've done. But you know what? In the end, I look at it this. I don't owe anybody anything. I don't have to thank anyone. It's just I'm here and I'm entitled because I work for it. You said, man, most things in college are just a big are just a big fugazi con yeah that's all it is and then most things are it's, who knows it, it, do you think 
Do you think college is a big Fugazi con? Have you thought about that? College is not a Fugazi con if you're going into a field that needs it. Like if you're going to, like if you're going into like medical or law, you, you got to go to college. Yeah. It's just that simple. Anything sciencey, like marine, like uh, marine biology or biochemistry, go to college. <laughs> <laughs> like business, go to college. Like, but philosophy, man, art degrees. Nah, Ye, no. <laughs> Performing arts, yeah, okay. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know how you succeed at at, at performing arts? Going to a performing arts school. Performing arts school, acting classes, get a portfolio, move to California. Don't stay here. <laughs> Don't stay in freaking New Jersey, or or or, or, or Connecticut. Unless you want to be a freaking stage actor, yeah, then go to Manhattan and do Broadway. If you want to be in movies you, and TV, go to LA. And TV, yeah, go go to LA. That's that's you're you're never gonna do anything unless you go unless you go to LA because that's where it is. That's where it all happens. You got but, that right. I mean, like I said, I wish that I I wish that the path to the path to entering life after college was just made a little bit easy, a little bit. Cause I'm telling you, man, they freaking throw you out there and you're just standing in the, you're just standing in rain. You're standing in rain with no umbrella. No newspaper and, <laughs> or newspaper or, and you're, and you're just looking for cover. So, but I want to say here, man, um, just two quick things I want to get into today. Like, obviously, Zach Wilson did really good in preseason, 128 <laughs> passing yards, two touchdowns. I mean, went nine for 11, almost a perfect game against the Packers yesterday. Oh, yeah. Jets are two and all in preseason. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. I remember the Giants were. I remember one year that the Giants went undefeated in preseason, and then they ended the year I think like six and six and ten or five and eleven. It's only preseason. Exactly, it's only practice. And I want to get into like the baseball too, especially the Mets, man, because it's just gone down to levels that I don't think we've ever seen. <laughs> especially with the owner. Actually, I want to say I want to say that for last because it also involves the owner. The great so Steve with, Cohen. So with the Jets, um, yeah, that's um, uh, it's pretty good sign here. Even though that they lost, they lost Carl Lawson to a yeah, which was a heartbreaker, major heartbreaker. Um, that that dude, that defense took a hit because if you have no pass rush, then you call it a day. Yeah, Jets have Jets can't have nice things. Apparently, I mean, here we go. The injuries are already starting to pile on. (laughs) I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for CJ Mosley to to play one half in Week One, then then leave and not come back. (laughs) Just like (laughs) no, but that was the last time we saw him. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he came back. I mean, he came back with like two games Mm -hmm. late in that season and did nothing. Then last year he opted out. Okay, pay him all this money, 
Now let's see him go out there and actually now be the leader of the defense. Oh, he's going to have to take a big step up this year because now that Lawson's out, because Lawson was the guy. This was like the top defensive pass rush on the market. Jets get him. And then, and then this is their reward? <laughs> Blown out Achilles, man. The guy could be like, that's potentially career-rounding, like potentially. Oh, it is. He, I hope not, but it's... I hope not, too. I hope I hope he comes back. I, I always think of um, Cameron Wake. You know, the... Um, the yeah, um, he's uh, played for the Dolphins. The, the defensive end, yeah. He ruptured his Achilles, and he came back, and he was still good. Yeah. So you can always look at that example. Or we could look at the Muhammad Wilkerson example who broke his leg and just forgot how to play football <laughs> after, so broke after his he leg. got the big deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, got paid. Didn't, didn't want to play football. Then he broke his then, then, then he broke his leg, and then he forgot how to play football. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But Or how about pre- the injury in preseason that probably ruined Jets' franchise to what we know it today? If you look back at the play in the fourth quarter against the Giants in preseason, Mark Sanchez goes down with the shoulder injury. Yep, the starting quarterback, Dunn. Who was their quarterback that year? Geno Smith. (laughs) Geno Smith. I'm convinced if Sanchez got his career back on track and his shoulder never got injured, we may be still sitting here with Sanchez as a starting quarterback. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Because if you look at it, Sanchez was having one bad year. It was the he's coming off the butt fumble year with that preseason game. Who knows? He could have just had one bad year, and then all of a sudden he comes back and gets back on track to where he was. We don't know, but we were just bludgeoned by the Giants. Thank you, thank you to New York Giants injuring Sanchez, and thank you to Rex for throwing him out there in the fourth quarter. And eventually leading that? us to Geno Smith and all these quarterbacks, Fitzpatrick, and don't forget the, the, the disgraceful Petty and Hackenberg and McCown, and don't forget Sam Darnold because he's the worst of the worst. Right. Continue, man. Go well, back to the back to the present day. Who was that? Who was that safety that they lost to the injury? Something zany. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I think I think that's his name. He's done for the year too. There yeah. goes your safety depth now. And I was and now, I was reading Gerard Davis is also injured too. The linebacker they just picked up in the offseason. They're monitoring him. Oh boy. Eventually, you know what's gonna happen. The NFL is just gonna get rid of all preseason because they're gonna want to go to to an 18 game schedule. They've they're they're already at 17. And when the next CBA comes out, they're probably going to, they're going to push for, for 18 games. So, and then when that happens, then preseason is pretty much rendered useless. It's going to be gone. And I think what we're going to be seeing on television in the summertime is just, is just practices, you know, like little scrimmages. Because that's where, because that's where the hard hits happen. That's what hurt Carl Lawson. You see, this is why Zach Wilson doing really good against the Packers is you. You gotta almost take a step back a little bit, man. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, because these preseason games are really not something to 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 take to take a lot from. It's these practices and scrimmages that are off camera. That that's where. That's where the heavy work is. 
Now you could now we can all celebrate how great Zach looked in that in in, in pre in, in that game, you know, because two touchdown passes, no picks, that's already a good sign yeah, for, for a Jack quarterback. <laughs> but I mean, hey, you know what? Justin Fields was calling out was calling out defensive backs, saying like, "Oh my God, like it's like easy to play in this league. These guys are so slow." It's like, okay, wait till they, week one, buddy. Or wait, or wait till he played the freaking Bills last night and got absolutely <laughs> shellacked. <laughs> he got really, you should see that video, man. He got shellacked. But should we give like, a Darnold Love update? I think we should give a Darnold Love update. I was reading an article a little yeah. while ago, and you know, Darnold was limited yesterday against the Panthers. The Panthers got blown out twenty to three, and that was against the Baltimore Ravens. He was limited time is the pretty boy that he is and we already have the articles we already have the articles out Darnold look fine sly may need to go <laughs> oh Darnold shine he threw one pass he looked fine wait uh, he only threw one pass he threw two passes it says because he it said he has 16 yards looked fine the, I'm telling you, man, the amount of excuses. Yeah, we went one for two, 16 yards. The amount of excuses that this guy gets, man, it's insane. Here's Zach Wilson slinging it down the field like we've never seen Darnold do. I'm telling you, man, the way Zach Wilson has operated in this offense and the way he moves the ball down the field with his footwork, Darnold never did this with the Jets. He was so stagnant. It was three and out with this guy. Three and out, three and out, three and out. And then what would he say always after the game, Tony? What would he say? You know what he would say? You gotta watch the play tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we gotta yeah, we gotta go watch the tape. It never go got better, never progressed. Never progressed. So I mean, listen, I still think that the Jets are heading towards a six and uh, a six win season at at most. They that's just a good season have. for the Jets coming off all these injuries and the just the lack of talent on this roster. That's a good Jet season. I say that because that's at most because they're just there's simply just not enough talent on this on this team. No, and I'm surprised Joe Douglas really was satisfied with this offseason. He better make some moves this offseason, stop being cheap. That tight end position is horrible. Absolutely abysmal. The defense is looking like a big hole now. They need a running back, apparently. I was reading that yesterday. I mean, I thought Michael Carter would be the answer. Let's give it some time but they're going to need a running back. I'm, sh I'm sure as I'll not pouring out the money that we did for Le'Veon Bell, I'm not going to be investing into a, a used up long-term star running back. I wouldn't be looking for that. I'd be looking for a running back that can play and is at the, the beginnings of his career because Le'Veon Bell was uh, just a terrible mistake. And I was someone that wanted him. I admit it. I wanted Bell. I was happy when we got him, but it didn't turn out. <laughs> Whatever happened to him, uh, Michael P. Ryan? He's still there, but... I mean, well, there's your running back. I mean, who knows, though? I want to see progress. This year, there has to be progress. I mean, Gaze just sat him on the bench last year. Really didn't give him a role. Just bring back, just bring back uh, Frank Gore. <laughs> bring back Frank Gore. Bring back, thank you, Frank Gore. He actually led us to not getting Trevor Lawrence. But you know what? I'm happy with Zach, man. I really am. Like, if, if this is what we're getting so far, Zach has looked number one out of all the quarterbacks so far. Said man, take, take it with a grain of salt. Preseason is not is not what it used to be. No. These guys are not even playing starters in preseason. Nope. They're not going at it. It's all in scrimmages. 
off camera. So let's just see where this all goes. Yep. And but, I think, do you want to shift in the giant talk here or would you rather shift in the, yeah, the giants? They're just, I got, I got, I got nothing to say with that, but let's conclude the show with the baseball. Um, So it's well, we kind of already talked about the Yankees because I was at, I was at the game yesterday. Team looks more team looks more athletic than I've ever seen before. Steal dude, they're, they're stealing bases, guys on base, they're they're driving in runners. Like I don't know what it, it, it's it was. a miracle. I think it's the moves from the the trade deadline. It just prompted them. It brought this new energy. It's the energy from the trade deadline or something because this team is completely rejuvenated. Whereas the Mets, it's just they just they sunk. They, what do you want me to say? The, the, they sunk completely like, to the bottom of the sea. I'll tell you this about the Mets, though. Like, they've held the Dodgers down. The Dodgers only scored four runs yesterday. They scored three the night before. Like, it, there's, they're not getting tattooed. Didn't they? Although, I, I think they did get tattooed, like, um, on Thursday night. Yeah, I think it, it was. It's just been abysmal. This, this whole with this owner, man. I mean, like, listen. I know that you hated you hated the Will Ponds. Will Ponds went after the Mets in the papers. If you remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I remember that. And um, and how Steve Cohen is going He's after them Twitter. on on Twitter. No, because you know what. That's a $2 billion investment, man. Why would anybody be okay with, with, a, with, with an expensive investment crumbling? But, like, I don't – man, like – I would expect to see a lot of moves made in the offseason where – and I'm talking Alderson gone. All the these, Rojas gone. Yeah, he, gone. He's, he's gone. I, a lot of players aren't going to be returning. Dominic Smith, you're gone. McNeil, you're gone. Conforto, goodbye. A lot of these guys are just not going to see coming back. I don't even know if they're going to sign or extend Bias. They're going to bring him back. Who knows? Well, I was talking to somebody who said that he would not be opposed to everybody going besides, I think, McNeil, Alonzo, and, like, DeGrom, and, like, that's it. Everybody else can get the hell out. Lindor, like, too? <laughs> Lindor. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, have to oh, find no, someone oh, no. willing to take his ten-year contract. I think he said, "I think he said keep Lindor because you're not getting rid of Lindor, dude. That's a ten-year contract." I don't know why we want to keep McNeil. He's really under. He hasn't progressed this year. Where is the progression? He hasn't done anything this year. I would get rid of him. I toss him out with the quickness. See you, pal. I mean, I see it from a mile away when these Met players aren't playing. Conforto, I was yelling for Conforto to be gone at the beginning of the season. Met fans are just waking up now. McNeil's got to go. I'm sorry. McNeil's got to go. The pitching. And, you know, I, I see a Syndergaard. I'd be trading him in the offseason if I, or I wouldn't, or even not even bringing him back. Why? Why? Because we know he's going to get injured. He's injury prone. There's always something well, with this guy. Well, what they're probably going to do with Syndergaard is they're going to offer him the qualifying offer, and he's and he's probably going to take it. Oh, a one-year contract. I think I think the qualifying offer now was around nineteen million dollars. Like they'll bring him back for a year. Same thing they did with Regan uh, Stroman. 
Strowman's probably going to be gone as a free agent because I don't know if they're going to bring him back. Um, they may do because the Mets now have money. So now they're in play for, for anybody. They could bring back Strowman on a, on a multi-year deal because you need pitchers. See, it's easy just to say now that, er, that er, everybody's got to go. But you got to have people on the field that can play. Well, a lot of them can't play. You got to remember a, that these players can't play. They can't hit. Some of these pitchers just blow games. Carlos Carrasco. Who's that pitch? Who, who's that catcher? Uh, Mazikas. Oh. <laughs> you see? Did you see his at bat against friggin' um uh, against uh, Kenley Jansen on uh, I think it was um I, th- I think it was Friday night. Went down on like three pitches, like bad. Talk about the the guy that they just picked up in the offseason, McCann. What a waste! Oh, James, four-year contract, man. Ten ten mil, ten mil a year. What a waste! Guy hasn't done anything. What a waste. But I just, this, Steve Cohen trashed the team, trashed their offense on Twitter. And then right after that, they scored six runs against against the Giants in extra innings, may I add. They were mm-hmm. still struggling. And then returned to, to old form the previous games. Exactly. I don't, I don't get it, or The man. preceding games. Like, why is this happening, man? These are good. These are these are good players. It's just happening. I don't know. I really don't know what what happened to this first place NL team, NL East team. What happened? There's there's just no answers. They're just you just see remember, it on the field. They they look like a bunch of rookies. I remember around around the All Star break, they were like four and a half games up, and like. I remember fans come saying like, oh my God, this team is just terrible. It's one of the most unexciting teams that they're in first place ever. And I'm sitting there going like, you know, you are still in first place. And I saw it coming from a mile away. I was telling you in April that the team was pissing me off. And I told you, what did I tell you before the season even started? The team didn't do enough. That's what I said. They did. They needed one more pitcher. They needed another bat, and it's they they don't have. They need a third baseman too. And what a fumble on the on the Mets' part of not bringing in Chris Bryant because he's been a tremendous add to that Giants team. Oh, 100%. Despite being having injuries, he's been a tremendous talent for that team. That talent acquisition. They should have really Mets should have really pulled the trigger and got both Baez and Bryant. First and foremost, if you're going to get Baez or Bryant, Bryant. No doubt about it. Couldn't agree more. I don't know what was happening during that trade deadline. Problem is, is that their minor league system is so bereft of like top talent that there wasn't much they could really do. So I had a feeling like, cause they, they kept those teams around. They kept the Braves believing the Braves, the the Braves lost Acuna. Acuna. They lost Marcelo Zuna to freaking like assault charge, like, and they kept them around. The Phillies, they kept them around. Now, now the Phillies probably aren't making the playoffs, but like now the Mets are seven games out. 
in both division and wild card. They aren't making it back either. That's a heavy load now. And now people are talking about, oh, well, they have a, well, they have a very easy schedule in September, man. But those teams are looking at the Mets going like, man, we could beat them. Got that right. There's, I don't see the Mets making the playoffs. I just don't. Not just the rate they're playing. Yep. And they're, they're playing not. the Dodgers tonight again. So Then they go to play the Giants. At home. Then they play the Nationals. Which, you know what? They could honestly sweep them. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, this team was a first-place team by, like, almost five games. Almost and you know what really angers yeah. <laughs> You know what really angers me is when you have players stranded on base and you can't score any runs. They never get anybody in. I don't know what that is. I mean, like, listen, man, hitting hitting a baseball in, in the majors is, I think, the hardest thing to do in sports. Next to probably blocking and next to probably maybe blocking a puck as a goalie in hockey. But, like, this is your job. Put that on ball. Put it in the outfield. Let's go. <laughs> it's just, it, isn't that one of the most like insulting things a team can do in baseball? Is just to leave a bunch of runners on base. Mm-hmm. So insulting. And they don't know the basic fundamentals. Can we play situational baseball where we actually get base hits, not rocket it out to left field? I mean, Pete Alonso hit. He hits a home run yesterday. Cuts the Dodger lead to 4-3. Like, you can't build off of that. Like, whatever happened to the friggin' LFGM? <laughs> like, that's friggin' dead and gone. Yeah. I don't know, man. Is it, is it really going to take Lindor coming back to, like, to – to re-energize the team? No, because he, where was the energy from him all year? He really didn't excite anyone too much. And besides been oblique injuries, like they're 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 tricky. Hopefully, you know, nothing gets re-aggravated here because that's not that's an, another huge investment. But all right, man, you ready to wrap this up here? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, were there I, any comments here? I mean, like, you gotta let me know about, about comments that come through. The comments about that? Not yet. No comments yet. This time. Now, is that from the live? Now, is that from live chat or is that from, live? Like, yeah. Last Damn, week was and, live. And I missed and I missed the live chat comments. I, uh, what were they all saying? No good show. What's going on, guys? Like, I guess people are actually listening. So are they people that like that like you know or like usually usually like, we do we do well with the podcasting the uh, the best if you look at the numbers our our podcasts on Podbean and iHeart they they do the most numbers where well, I was surprised YouTube it usually doesn't do as much. Well, how much how much are we doing on on iHeart? Like, iHeart we we get about twenty five downloads an episode. Really? What about like Podbean? Podbean, yes, yeah, same. Jeez, are we on like Apple Podcasts or no? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, 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 I don't know. I don't know if we have anything on Apple Podcasts yet. Like, 
I, I, I'd have to track the statistics. I really don't know how to do that on Apple, but I can track Pod, uh, Podbean and iHeart. Mm-hmm. But we're doing well on there, those two so, platforms. So 25 downloads means that like, well, at least 25. Mm-hmm. That means somebody is just clicking on our thing and listening. Legit. I'll take it. Yeah, it's better thank than you. nothing. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but... but um, I, I mean, I, the Mets are just a total disgrace. I don't see them making the playoffs from here. The, the Cohen, Cohen here has to make a, a tremendous amount of moves, an abundance amount of moves this offseason, and let's hope he gets it done. The, the pitching has to be completely revamped. There's got to The whole lineup needs to be revamped, bullpen including. It, it's got to be tip-top shape. So around, you know, happy Halloween here after the, the, the world series ends here. I want to see big moves made for this team. Big moves. You're the, you're the new owner. I, yep. You wanted a world series within five years. Let's do it. Let's get right to it. Here's the thing, man. Off of the sports to end the show here. Halloween is coming up soon. Are you planning any big interviews for oh. like the how like the Halloween season? I mean, like, I feel like you got everybody big last year. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm planning a few big ones. You'll see. You'll see, you'll be tuned into my Instagram. You know, I'm always working. I'm always working to get people on and we'll see, man. We're taking it a a day by day here, but more more importantly with today with this Hurricane Henry, everyone to stay safe out there. And I hope my power doesn't go out because I have a show tomorrow night, a show Wednesday. Last time I lost power for a week. I had a broadcast from a local parking lot. Really? Yeah. On on a hot spot (laughs) to do my shows. But you know what? They they worked out, right? They worked out, but it's just I don't feel like sitting in a car. I'm in the dark, and it's just so. Uh, so just a little early promotion. Uh, who do you have for for Monday? Well, I, I don't want to announce it just yet because it's a surprise. I mean, he's 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 a pretty big producer. Producers don't get as much mention as the artists do, but he made some hits in the the 2000s, and he's currently making some new singles here. So we're going to be talking about that. Just stay tuned to the Instagram. I'll probably be posting it today. If and, I have Wednesday. Power. and Wednesday is a, is, is a surprise, too. Well, the, here and there, not that big. It's not that big. We're Monday. It's if you really go back and do your research in 2000s hits, late 2000s hits, 2010s, you'll remember some of his hits if you listen to hip hop and you know, tomorrow's is it David Guetta? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, you know, no, we'll we'll be mentioning that soon, and then we're just going to be taking it week by week here until things pick up. And you know, shout out to everyone who listens and supports the show, and you know, hopefully we don't lose power out here because I I can't take that again. I think you lost power last summer too. Yep. But you were away. I was away. Was- yeah. <laughs> What an advantage. What a blessing. You didn't get to sit in the the sweltering heat. You had a pandemic on. I'm telling you, man, the world is really coming to an end out here. You have freaking people arguing all over the place. You have this Afghanistan thing going on. Politics just heating up is just as large as ever here with this band here, the discourse between the both parties here. Uh, Storms all over the place, which is a, a you could think climate change for that. Mm-hmm. A pandemic cases are coming back all over the place. Delta, Delta plus. Get vaccinated, folks, please. I'm telling but, you, the world is coming to an end. It's, all right. But let's 
let's wrap this up here. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. We're available on all podcasting platforms, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Stitcher. If there's a podcasting platform out there, we are there. You can listen to Tony and Mad Max show. We're available on this YouTube channel here live every Sunday or Saturday around the same time at 11 a.m. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Make sure you subscribe. You can check out all of our previous episodes here on the channel as well as the website, maxcoglan.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com, maxcoglan.com, M-A-X-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. And yeah, man, we'll be back next week. Jets will be playing their their final preseason game as well as the Giants. Jets play the Eagles and we're working our way here to the week one of the National Football League of the 2021-2022 NFL season. Legit, man. Can't wait for it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay safe. Please get vaccinated. Please. We'll see you all next time. So long. So long.